0: Welcome to the SXU Business Roundtable, a discussion-based program featuring St. Xavier University faculty and business members from the local community discussing the current state of business, its impact on the economy, and the future. Please welcome your host, Julie Gardner.
1: All right, Uh, welcome back to the SXU Business Roundtable. My name is Julie Gardner, and today we have uh, Dr. Cheryl Luzak and Kathy Hayes with us in the studio here. How are we today?
2: Very good, very good.
1: Great. Doing great. Thanks for coming out. Um, So we're going to start off today just by talking about your experience in uh, digital and social media advertising and marketing. So um, Kathy, if you'd like to start off, we'd uh, love to hear
3: it. Sure. Thanks, Julie. Well, it's great to be here this morning. My name is Kathy Hayes, and I uh, founded Hayes Digital Group uh, back in 2009 when uh, digital was uh, still evolving and it is still today but even in less than 10 years the changes have been tremendous and what we focus on are uh, marketing consulting, social media, email marketing, SEO, website development, traditional digital services.
1: Nice, and Dr. Luzak, if you like to give a little bit of background information about yourself?
3: Certainly, I'm a
2: marketing and social media professor at the Graham School and I created our internet marketing and social media concentration just about the same time that Kathy opened up her business, around 2009, and uh, that's about the time that social media was beginning to really blossom.
1: Great. Great. During your time in digital and or social media advertising, uh, what specific changes have you noticed?
3: Sure, that's that's such a great question. I could talk about that. I'm sure Dr. Luzak could too for, for the whole time we have together. <laughs> Bottom line, what I've noticed is that everyone, no matter what your age range today, has one of these mobile devices in their pocket, and it literally rules the world. That's a real short, short mm-hmm. answer. Uh, but over time, I mean, the changes have been gradual, but the shift has the sand or the, the, the weight or whatever you want to say visually has landed clearly in the palm of our hands. I, I would agree with Kathy. The proliferation of mobile social
2: media has just amazing. the, the It has skyrocketed. It, it's become ubiquitous in all of our lives. What's interesting is that companies, both small, medium, and large, have not transitioned as quickly as society has, and so that I think a lot of companies, even some large companies are still playing catch-up. You know that when you go on your phone and you're trying to find something and they don't have a real mobile app, and it's very frustrating for people to try to use a traditional app or a traditional uh, website on their phone. So it's very interesting. And I also think the proliferation of social media can be looked at if we think about the incident yesterday on United Airlines and everybody there had their phones and there are so many people that were videoing it. So that certainly I think shows us how ubiquitous this idea of social media has become.
1: So kind of going along with that then, uh, does the media presence in a company, does that equal success? Are companies more likely to succeed if they have this strong media presence? And I guess you can kind of do that in a positive view as well as a negative view as we're talking with United Airlines. So mm-hmm. the presence from the company, how does that you know, equate to the successes? And then also I guess the um, information that's coming through mm-hmm. social media from their customers as well.
2: Well, what, one of the things that we talk about in class when it comes to social media is that it's not a what if I have a presence. In social media even if you're a small business it's no longer what if you have to have a social media presence to validate your business in, in most customers minds and so that from our student standpoint i think gives them a great advantage because we have a lot of people who are not who may have industry experience but their experience in terms of social media may not be the same as our students, or it may be even less. I mean, our students are what we call digital uh, digital natives. They've been speaking social media and the Internet since they were born. And if you think about anybody who takes up a foreign language, they're never as good of a speaker as the digital natives. And so us digital immigrants have a hard time catching up and so um that being said since every company really needs to have a presence it's a great opportunity for our students but it doesn't necessarily equal success because having a presence that's static and not dynamic may a, have no effect or it could have a negative effect on your your company but you certainly nowadays cannot put your head in the sand and say i'm not going to be involved in social media
3: I, I would just agree and completely with Dr. Luzak's comments. And I, I like the uh, digital immigrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. I like to say in my presentations that we live in an era of what I call digital distress. And what I mean by that is we have messages competing for our attention. And it it's just can be overwhelming. But back to your question, you know, in terms of does a does a digital media presence equal success? I would totally agree with Dr. Luzik. Um, it, it isn't a question of if. It's just a question of how are you managing it and if you are getting your message in front of the correct target audience.
1: Yeah, so we can uh, continue on with uh, question four here. So... Who, so, who uses social media? Um, how do companies know whether they are reaching their tar- target audiences or not? And if they're not reaching these audience, uh, what are some ways that they can go ahead and uh, do so?
2: Well, I'll take the first part of the question, who uses social media, and then pass the ball to Kathy, if that's okay.
3: Sure, <laughs> absolutely. So obviously
2: we know that the millennials are deep in social media, right? We know We know about the digital immigrants, and kids are using social media you know before they get to kindergarten they're starting to use social media it's quite quite amazing how how um, adept they are at that type of technology what we're seeing now is also a large growth though in the in the senior market and by senior i don't mean a senior in college right i see you know what we sometimes call our gray market and twitter seniors are one of the um, largest growing demographics on twitter And so we are having a lot of seniors who are becoming nuanced in social media. And a lot of it obviously initially was to keep in contact with their grandkids, see what's going on with their grandkids. Now as they've gotten more comfortable and as social media has become so user friendly, they are adapting at a significant rate.
3: Yeah, again, just to piggyback on Dr. Luzak, it's absolutely the case. Actually, um, and this is from eMarketer, but the numbers in terms of ad spend, Facebook is still the number one biggest player in terms of ad spend for digital advertising. And that shouldn't come as any surprise because it just blows every other social media out of the water in terms of usage. And to, to Dr. Luzak's point, um, the highest growing demographic on Facebook is people over 50 for many reasons Yes, to see the grandchildren, but also because the accepted mode of communication. And Facebook this year expects to capture about 35.4% of the total display advertising in the U.S. Second place is Google, okay, taking in just $4.79 billion in ad spend. But that being said, um, it, it it's just... Uh, it, for for myself, and I think I can speak for Dr. Luzak on this side of the table, we grew up before digital, and I've never seen anything like this in my professional career. So an opportunity for, for businesses, and I think that's what we're speaking to today, is just unparalleled.
1: Uh, so are there any so social media advertising, specifically Facebook, Facebook? Um, why is it doing so well compared to others? So, you know, you have Facebook and like maybe Twitter, Instagram, all the others. Why is Facebook the number one?
3: Well, I would think for the sheer number of people that are on there, number one. Number two, Facebook is continually changing the game. I mean, literally almost every week. And what I mean by that is our, our um, group manages some Facebook campaigns for clients, and there's constant updates to my uh, Facebook app that I use to manage campaigns. By way of example, they are now wanting you to share. They've added video, what, a year or two ago. They purchased Instagram. In my mind, if Mark Zuckerberg could own the world social media and exclude all the other players or somehow have everything that's good about all the other social media channels morph into facebook he would and he will if he can so to answer the question julie it's a matter of how much time someone's hanging out there if that makes sense so by by sheer time spent in front of a platform they have more people spending more time there than on other platforms, in general speak. And and there is mostly
2: positive things about that but there are you know some experts say that there are some negative aspects to the time that we spend online in a significant amount of the time that we spend online is still on Facebook that they have created these apps now right these apps will you could put onto your phone and they will basically monitor how much time you spend and almost like an alarm clock and say okay you need to stop now you have put on too much time and it's interesting because Apple um, I was just watching a 20 I think it was a 2020 segment and they were talking about uh, one of these apps that were developed and Apple would not allow the developer to sell it on iTunes and um, because it would, was not something that would be enhancing Apple's business model. So it is interesting that we are trying to figure out ways because you know Kathy talked about how much time you spend and from a personal standpoint the, these apps, Um, are targeting that but from a business standpoint too I mean how much time we always say people think social social media they go oh but that's free that's free marketing well no there's no such thing as a free lunch right you you have people and they're spending time and your resources so it can be a huge time suck yeah
1: (laughs)
3: yeah
2: yeah (laughs) for
3: sure
1: all right great responses to that thank you Um, So the next one here we have for Dr. Luzak, and that is, uh, what are the benefits of an Internet and Social Media Marketing degree versus a traditional marketing marketing degree, especially at an AACSB accredited institution like our Graham School of Management? Um, And then what were some of the necessary steps taken to create this degree at our university?
2: Certainly. Um, First, let me say that AACSB accreditation puts us in the top 5%. In, in the world for business schools, and so we we got that accreditation two years ago, and that was something that we've worked about 10 years to get, so it's it's a very high level accreditation. We're very happy and, and proud to have uh, have received that accreditation. About seven years ago, we looked into creating an internet marketing, social media concentration, and reason that we looked into it, I'd love to say it's because we were so in front of the curve, and so trendy but realistically why we looked into it is because I had a number of businesses that would come to me and ask me for interns they said they wanted interns in internet marketing and social media and I had no interns to give them and and these were businesses that you know were looking for paid internships which is the golden you know the golden crown in, in academics and I had to turn them away that's what started us looking at that concentration and once we made that decision We actually created a a board of 12 business members, all from internet marketing and social media, and we asked them to help in developing the curriculum to make sure that it was something that would be effective and that our students would have the tools that they need that companies would be asking for when they graduated. So that was, I said, seven years ago, we've had the concentration internet marketing and social media for six years and right now you can have a traditional marketing concentration or internet marketing and social media we are going to be phasing out both of those concentrations because when we first started social media was at its beginning phase and well if you were a traditional marketer you always have an option to take some classes in internet marketing and social media you don't have to it's not required well, as you just heard us talking, Kathy and myself, for companies, it's not an if, it's a when. They have to be involved in social media. And so we no longer feel that it's, we're equi- equipping our students if we let them get out without having that as part of their degree. So we'll be creating a new concentration that will be marketing and social media. And all of our students that come out will be equipped with the right tools to go into either a traditional route in marketing or a social media route and maybe like Kathy, become an entrepreneur, start your own business.
1: (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, So for Kathy, I have a, uh, taking a quote from your website, I was uh, taking a look there, so I'll read it here. Uh, I was actually under your philosophy, so, Uh, We know that companies today have more demands placed on them with less time available. As media continues to evolve at breakneck speed, businesses are unable to keep up. Our philosophy is simple, to provide exceptional strategic and digital marketing expertise to enhance your brand and online presence. So can you explain how this process works in terms of the clients that you have? And then
3: what do you do for the specific companies that you serve? It's very individual. The need is the same. Each client, each um, business that we work with has the same struggle. I need to get my message out in the digital world, but I don't know how. Or I've done things this way for 30 years. Uh, how do I do it? So the answer to your question is it. a lot of it depends on um, a company's budget. I typically will recommend that we incorporate, as, as Dr. Luzik was saying, you know, phasing in phasing out social media is part of the overall digital mix it's not the only tool in the toolkit if you will there's text there's seo there's pay-per-click still there's retargeting there's landing pages website redesign certainly a mobile mobility solution needs to be part of the overall digital mix so when we sit down with a client we find out what their biggest what i like to call a pain point or need is and at the end of the day each client has a product or service to sell and it's about getting more sales getting more exposure to answer in a general way it's very the need is always the same when I sit down with businesses the struggle is how do I get my message out there mm-hmm. so it depending on what the most specific need might be like right now I'm talking with a company that represents and makes floor cleaning equipment and they have niches um in, in breweries believe it or not you know these big industrial machines that you see that may be uh, driven or maybe uh, robotic And so they work in breweries is one of their niches. School districts is the niche that they are looking to break into. As a matter of fact, SXU would be (laughs) probably somebody he would love to be in front of. And so what we're doing is we are charged with it's a new product to a brand new market, okay, and how can we drive results online. So we're recommending landing pages, ad spend, in terms of social media certain uh social media outlets um but also se website optimization so the answer to the question is it would depend on the business's need but in general speak the need is always the same
2: i i would agree with kathy in that social media is one of the tools in a toolbox and that's why for our internet marketing and social media concentration, we had uh, other classes that required you to um, delve more into internet marketing where you would look into SEO, you would do landing pages. In fact, if you are a graduate of our program, you have you know your Google Analytics certified, your AdWords certified, and um, we'll probably be moving into getting our students Hootsuite certified too. And that's because they need to have a a whole array of tools because you need to hit the consumer where they are. You can't have the consumer charged with finding you. So you have to find the consumer at the appropriate time where they're thinking of that type of product. I tell my students, for instance, if you were trying to get me to buy a textbook and you were trying to do that via social media and I was doing grocery shopping at Jewel. I'm not, my social media professor hat is not on, okay? My mom hat is on. And probably would not give as much time or to look at that type of social media. So it's very complicated, and that's why there are companies like Kathy's to be able to say, I have to hit them on the platform they use at the time that they're in the role that they would actually benefit from my product.
3: I, yeah, it's, Dr. Luzik, it's like she's taken the words out of my mouth because I say, we have to meet people where they hang out. So where Julie and you may be hanging out online may be very different from where potentially Dr. Luzik and I might spend our time online hanging out, if you will. Um, so it's it, it is a very complex, an increasingly challenging landscape to navigate.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, so for the sake of time here, we'll mm-hmm. kind of combine eight and nine. If you have any advice for maybe a student who's interested in a career in internet and social media marketing, maybe what what would that be? Is it beneficial mm-hmm. to have that degree? And what does the future of social media advertising look like? Is it, is it gonna continue to be as important as it is today? Or do you maybe see a decline at some point?
2: I'll, I'm going to just take the very beginning of the question, and I think that Kathy will have a lot to add to this. But from, from an academic standpoint, you know, I said we are going to be creating a new concentration that's digital marketing so that you will continue to have this tool set of internet marketing, you know, SEO, landing pages. You also have the social media side of it and the different platforms. And so from the academic side, I think it's absolutely crucial, and I tell my students all the time, Internships, you need internships. You, and it's never too early to have an internship. You're a freshman and you know, you're know you going into your freshman summer. Do an internship. You don't have to do one internship when you're in college. You could do two, three internships, four internships, right? They're quality internships. The more internships, the better your perspective on what you want to do, and you may meet a mentor. From an academic standpoint, internships are really important. Also, it's important that you have a academic mentor and you have a practitioner mentor, someone out in the business world that is willing to mentor you. And you know, it's very simple. You just need to ask people, follow them on social media. And if they're if you think what they do is interesting, reach out to them. Most people are willing to help younger people. They want to see the younger generation succeed. So that's my advice for People are students who are going to be going out into the work world. And I will turn it over to Kathy because she probably has a little bit different perspective than what she does every day.
3: The advice that I would give somebody is much what Dr. Luzick is saying, try to garner as much experience as you can, wherever you can. Okay? I'm so pleased to to try to help when I can and give back when I can. But if somebody comes to me and says... You know, Kathy, look, here's what I've done for this company, this company, this company. Super great, right? I can see that this person is enthused, passionate, and has actually taken steps to enhance themselves, enhance their their professional as well as academic skill set. That being said, uh, I won't speak to a beneficial degree, but what I would like to say, and I think this is a trend that is only going to continue, and that is to stay certified. And I heard something that Dr. Luzik said earlier, which is extremely critical, which is Google AdWords, uh, Hootsuite certification. Mm -hmm. I think uh, my feeling is that as the digital landscape continues to evolve and these niches continue to be carved out, we will not be able to be one for all. You will need to be able to differentiate yourself in a specific area, and that may be in the way, obviously, of additional education. It you know through SXU and certifications that can be offered. I I feel strongly that students should look to continually hone in on their craft through once they've graduated now and they're working right you're gainfully employed i believe that the um, importance of certification can't be understated Mm -hmm. uh, in the future um, the future of social media advertising yes it's going to be as important if not more important people will still drive a car and see a billboard there's no question about it. This is not the only option. But again, back to what I said about our use of mobility, mobile devices. You know, I have lots of stats here I could I could share with you. But at the end of the day, over 80% of folks own a mobile device. So social media, digital advertising takes place, again, in the palm of your hand. And even now, tablets are kind of falling back a little bit in terms of, well, was it tablet, was it mobile? No, it's definitely mobile. So number nine, what does it look like? Um, Ever changing. So if you are looking for a career in digital or social media advertising, I think you'll have a great career path. One that what you learned in college or what you learned and did in your career one year ago will not be the same as what you're doing
2: today. I, and I would agree with that, and the idea of the mobile. Even if you're a local company here, you know, there's, uh, the Internet has changed the marketplace, right? And there are local companies here that deal with, you know, a, a global demographic. And we're used to having laptops and PCs, desktops and tablets and our, and our cell phone. In a lot of emerging countries, all of their Internet is done by their mobile device. Okay. They don't own a laptop and a, you know, and a um, mobile phone. Okay, it's all mobile, and so the rate at which things are going mobile, as we said at the beginning, is really significant. It is increasing every day. This strong push, and so I think you're going to see a lot more of that. People are not going to go to their desktop to check things. Even people outside of the millennials. Kathy made me think about it when she said, when she looks at us someone that she might employ if they can come to her and they said look what I did for this company this company this company for our MBA program we have our students especially if you're an internet marketing social media or if you'll be a new uh, student in our new concentration by the time you get out of that you'll have actually consulted for two to three a minimum of two to three companies because for small companies we create this internet marketing, social media plans for them, and so that they have some idea, you know. And then probably, hopefully, from that, if they, a lot of them might not be equipped to do the work that's required for that, but they now understand why this is so important. And then hopefully, they can re- reach out to a professional like Kathy, who can go ahead and take a look at what we've done and really hone in on on increasing increasing their their revenue.
1: Great. So I'd like to thank uh, Dr. Cheryl Luzak and Kathy Hayes for coming out today for SXU Business mm-hmm. Roundtable for the digital and social media advertising interviews.
2: So, and Thank you very much. You're I'll, welcome. You're welcome. I'd like to thank Julie for being such a wonderful host. Oh, thank you. I you were a great interviewer. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the SXU Business Roundtable. The SXU Business Roundtable was hosted by Julie Gardner. Ian Hand is the producer and editor. The executive producers are Peter Creighton, director of student media at St. Xavier University, and Dr. Anthony Campbell, vice president for student affairs at St. Xavier University. For more information on St. Xavier's Gram School of Management, please visit www.sxu.edu, keyword gram School. For more information on the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce, please visit chicagosouthlandchamber.com. To listen to the complete archive of the SXU Business Roundtable, search iTunes by typing in WXAV. You can also visit their SoundCloud account, soundcloud.com slash WXAV883. Thank you for listening to the SXU Business Roundtable.